0: This is the Gridiron Guys Podcast with Anthony Stalter and Super Bowl Champion Carrie Davis. Driven by Dobbs Tire
1: and Auto Centers. Welcome back to the Gridiron Guys with Super Bowl Champion Carrie Davis. I'm Anthony Stalter and Carrie. There is so much to get into. We're coming off the draft weekend. We are recording this on Monday, May 1st. We didn't get a chance to do a podcast beforehand, but Carrie, I think even though predictions would have been fun to dive into the aftermath of the draft is going to be incredible so i can't wait to get into that but i do want to ask you let's start off with this because the last podcast that we did happened before aaron Rodgers was dealt to the jets and before lamar jackson signed his contract with the ravens Mm -hmm. so let's start off with lamar he gets his deal he did it without an agent so i guess to some degree he kind of proved proved right proved proved himself right that he didn't need an agent which is something i know you highlighted at some point yeah um but for me i wonder carrie what changed and if if i'm right on this what changed is he he changed his contract demands
0: yeah he he changed his tune and understood that you know the $230 that was guaranteed to Deshaun Watson wasn't going to happen. But he looked at the landscape, right? He looked at what Jalen Hurts had just signed for and we talked about that when the quarterbacks start to sign, that gives you the indication, which is why you don't need an agent. When you are, you need an agent when you're me. (laughs) When you're an undrafted (laughs) guy and you need people to call uh, teams for you and say, I got this guy out of Illinois that can play, he can catch the ball, he's a fullback. That's when you need an agent. But when you're a Lamar Jackson, an MVP, uh, caliber player having won an MVP already you don't need one because whatever the contract is of the guy that just signed hey well I'm better than him give me five million more give me two million more give me one million more and that's the way you go about it and and so he got his deal done he got his guaranteed money it's not the guaranteed money that he wanted or, or was reported that he wanted but it was guaranteed money nonetheless, and he still goes down as the highest-paid quarterback, highest-paid player in in NFL history. Yeah, the 260 million overall, the 185 million guaranteed, I believe.
1: Uh, yeah, 185, uh, 260 overall, 185 guaranteed,
0: and then the 52 million per year, which both of those numbers—the guaranteed and the per year—are higher than what Jalen Hurts just signed. Again, what did he get? Okay, give me give me one dollar more. Give me one million more. That's how and it's that's always it, worked. So I don't need an agent for that. And and he finally got his deal. He got what he wanted. Uh and both team both sides came to term and, and it's a beautiful thing for the Ravens because they need him to be successful and they got their guy.
1: Yeah, I'm glad. I'm happy for Lamar. Lamar deserved what he got because he he set the market right. I mean he set the market with M V P. Yes. He set the market with his his play over the last couple of years. I know he's in you know he's got banged up. Mm-hmm. He's got banged up within the within the pocket. Yeah. Any quarterback can get banged up within the pocket. So the fact that that Jalen Hurts got his deal and Lamar or somebody within Lamar's camp said, Hey, why don't you go ahead and submit an offer that is that is higher than Jalen Hurts? You're going to fall well short of the 230 million fully guaranteed that yes. the, that Watson got. But understand that the Watson deal was the thing, in my opinion, without knowing all the backstory. In my opinion, that was the thing that held held back the Lamar Jackson contract. So Kerry, he gets 260, 185. Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert, whoever signs next, will get the next amount. And then the guy that I just mentioned that didn't get that contract <laughs> will get the next amount. Correct. That's, that is how the QB market has worked out. So
0: I don't know. So I think Joe Burrow would get more uh, based on, you know, making it to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, AFC Championship game last year. His his You expect his trajectory to continue to climb and continue yeah. to go in that direction. Justin Herbert is going to be the interesting one because I think he falls somewhere in between – Uh, Lamar and what Kyler Murray got or what uh, Russell Wilson got. I don't think he gets to that number above Lamar or above Joe Burrow if he were to go after him. I think he's going to fall in that level because he hasn't won enough yet. He hasn't won enough in the playoffs. They got ousted in the first round by Mm -hmm. the Jags and they were up. And so big, big. they have struggled mightily uh, with him and Brandon Staley fourth down conversions trying to figure out <laughs> you are analytics guy, are you? <laughs> I'm not an. Analyst. I wish everyone could see Anthony shaking his I... head. He closed his eyes, he took a deep breath, and he just shook his head like, "Why the hell do I watch Brandon Staley do this?" Every yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm not. I'm not an analytics guy. I'm a common sense guy. If, I'm right there with if, you, care, You and I. You and I are cut from the same cloth in mm-hmm. that regard, man. I mean. If if the if it may, if the decision makes sense yes. to me or somebody can explain their decision making, yeah. if it doesn't work, that's that's called a decision that didn't work. It's yeah. it, not a mistake, uh, you know. <laughs> so for Brandon Staley, I don't understand. There there are so many times that he gets in these spots where it's like, ah, analytics. <laughs> you're, you're scapegoating. You're scapegoating analytics. That it's. It's like it's like you get into a, a situation like ah oh, math yeah <laughs> okay well the math worked out here is it what's the common so, you know what's the common sense state to, uh, uh, to tell you so anyways go ahead
0: yeah so I think Justin Herbert falls under that that number of of Lamar and Jalen uh, somewhere in between like I said Kyler and 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 Russell somewhere in that area right um, but then you have Joe Burrow who's probably going to get more than Lamar just got maybe a million more but then you got a guy in Kansas City who has won a couple of MVPs. Has won a couple of Super Bowls. He just he just rubbing his hands together, kind of like Birdman in the in the video, he's rubbing his <laughs> hands, saying, "Yeah, soon as you all get done, I enjoy while while it lasts, big mm-hmm. fellas." You all are the highest paid quarterbacks for now in terms of uh, money per year and and guaranteed. He'll get more money per year than all of them, yep. and he'll be the highest paid quarterback. And he's well deserving of that title. So, uh, yeah, it's it's just an exciting time for the quarterbacks getting paid. Jalen Hurts got paid. Uh, Lamar got paid, mm-hmm. and there's a quarterback that went from Green Bay to New York who has already been paid, but he has finally made his transition to yeah. his new
1: team. So he goes to the Jets. He being Aaron Rodgers. The Packers sent or the Packers sent Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. They receive. They swap first-round picks. So let's just – we'll say it because that's what happened. But that's a wash. But it does – exactly. It's a wash. The Packers move up two spots. They moved up two spots or something like that. So they also receive – the Packers also receive from the Jets their 13th, 42nd, 207th selections in this this past draft, so this over over the weekend – as well as a 2024 20, second rounder that would become a first rounder if Rodgers plays more than 65% of the snaps, which he will. But barring injuries, he's gonna get that. Right. So here's how it breaks down to me, Carrie. Here's what's here's here's what I extract of this that's the most important thing. The Packers sent Aaron Rodgers to the Jets for a first rounder and a second rounder. Mm-hmm. I think that they got more than fair compensation. I think that the Packers did quite well in this. And the Jets, of course, get their quarterback and they were able to keep some of their draft capital. It's not like this completely sunk them from a draft standpoint. But I thought the Packers did very well. Not to mention, of course, they get they get they move on from this whole situation. And now Jordan Love winds up being the guy. And we'll see what happens there. But to me, Kerry getting a first, essentially a first yeah, yeah. and a second rounder for for Aaron Rodgers. I'm I'm in. I'm in if I'm the Packers. I think they did well.
0: I think both sides did well. I mean, you talk about the pack, the, the the draft swap between the two. So the Packers go from fifteen to thirteen. The Jets go from thirteen to fifteen. That's not a big deal to me. That right. that essentially, well, everyone's like, oh, they gave up two first round. No, they swapped no, they first yeah. rounders. They gave up some some draft capital in in this past draft that they just had, and then in twenty twenty four, they gave up potentially another first rounder. Mm-hmm. But if you are looking on the board, right, and and you were to draft one of those quarterbacks in that draft from this year there's not one that you would select over Aaron Rodgers right. so giving or even next year's draft there's not one that you would select over Aaron Rodgers so giving up that first round pick for 2024 from the Jets to to the Packers for for Aaron Rodgers. I don't have an issue with it at all. Both teams, and I told you when we went through this a couple of weeks ago, I told you the Jets just don't need to blink. Mm -hmm. If you don't blink, you'll get your quarterback. And they got their quarterback. They didn't panic. They didn't worry. They didn't stress out over it and make a decision to give up two firsts for 2023 and a first for 24. They, they, They made the right decision. They did it the right way. And they went about it the correct way. And so both teams are gonna benefit from this. I think the Jets are going to benefit more because they got the quarterback that they needed. The Packers still gotta figure out if, if Jordan Love can play.
1: Yeah. They have no the clue. Thing.
0: Which is why they needed a twenty twenty four pick in the first round for next year, so they'll have theirs and the Jets in case Jordan Love stinks Certainly. and they don't wanna they don't wanna resign him to his fifth year option.
1: And he might, Gary. He yeah. might. But now <laughs> but now it's the time to find out. I think the Green Bay Packers just despite it's not it's not that they don't make mistakes, but I'm, I, one of the themes, and we're going to get into the NFL draft. We might as well do it right now, Kerry. One of the themes for me this this past weekend, and it's something that I follow more and more as I get a little bit older, and i get I get out of not only watching the players and mm. what What do I think about this player? Right. I now you know you and I you uh, me you and Michael Young used Mm -hmm. to do the the draft shows and I tried to dive into as many players as possible just so I had something on most of the guys right because you and I were on we were on air for those three days I was only watching the player for me how do you build your team yes and Bill Walsh the legendary Bill Walsh who wrote based it basically uh, a football Bible Mm -hmm. on how to build teams how to coach what to look for, the things that he was talking about two decades ago, they still apply today. Right. How you build position-wise, where do you start? And the teams that understand that continue to win. And there's there's a couple of teams that I thought knocked it out of the park, not because necessarily the players that they draft to carry, but how they're building their team. Right. And then there are other teams that continued, for me – to don't they they don't they don't get it they don't understand it they continue to go for i I use this analogy on 101 espn last friday when i was talking about the the first round reaction it's like building a house some teams understand they know the foundation is laid yeah then the frame is built then of course they add plumbing and electricity Mm -hmm. why do you do that you you need you need first your house not to not to get blown <laughs> over, then of course you need basic things uh, like plumbing and electricity and running water, and, running water. <laughs> and then you can go from there if you yeah. want you know then you can drywall it uh-huh. and all that stuff right mm-hmm. then there, there there's some teams that build like that other teams say. I'm gonna put a pool in, and then I'll worry about everything else. And people are like, "Yeah, pools are fun." Yeah, they did well. Yeah, no, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't do well. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into specific teams. But for me, the Packers know what they're doing. Right. I understand that Jordan Love may not work out, but I I got everything that they did moving Aaron Rodgers. Now we'll see if it if it works out. Yeah. But Kerry, as we reset here on uh, the football, the the uh, Gridiron guys. What what was your what was your main takeaway from the NFL draft?
0: It was exciting for me. It was fun to watch. It was um, I think the lead up not knowing if Carolina was actually going to draft Bryce Young, because if he didn't get drafted first overall, it would be chaos. Mm -hmm. And I think I was kind of hoping for that. Yeah, Uh, the the chaotic scene of teams trading and frantically trying to find a way to move up, um, knowing that he hadn't been picked and and who was going to go number one. To me, that was exciting. And then I really like what the Houston Texans did. The the, the decision to pick C.J. Stroud with the second overall pick, knowing had they have taken Will Anderson there, there is no way in the world they wouldn't have had enough to get exactly. back up to number three yes. to take C.J. Stroud. So so the 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 chess move part of it is you take the quarterback first, even though you probably like Will Anderson. He's probably higher on your board in comparison for the two. But then you are able to go back because there's not a, a rush to go get one of those quarterbacks. For the uh, for the uh, Cardinals, who were tr- at number three, and people wanted to trade in, so now they can trade back in. Get get Will Anderson number three overall, and to me. That was a sound pick because they needed a quarterback, and you need a dog. They need dogs in Houston. They, they got a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. We, we call them Jags, just a guy. <laughs> uh, but they need dogs, and Will Anderson has proven time and time again that he is a dog, and I'm interested in seeing how, you know, D'Amico Ryan's use his uses him in that defense because he's a special football player. And that AFC South, you can pick a name out of a hat. And, and that could be your winner you know from for the next three three to five years yeah I think Trevor Lawrence is is kind of they've kind of started to, to solidify themselves but really you could pick a hat pick a name out of a hat and decide who's going to be the winner there so I thought the Houston Texans did a really good job I, I
1: I think the point that you made is is should not be overlooked the fact that Houston decided behind uh Nick Nick Casario too first draft EJ Stroud um, CJ Stroud, excuse yep. me. I keep calling him EJ because I think EJ Manuel.
0: Oh, don't do that. No, I know. I hope, I hope that. the kids I mean, not. No, no, yeah, no, no, no offense, offense yep. to EJ Manuel and his family.
1: But the the, <laughs> the acronym screws me up. So CJ C. Stroud. So they take CJ Stroud second so that Arizona, when they start fielding calls, aren't fielding calls about a quarterback. Correct. They're fielding calls now about... Will Anderson yeah. or another player that Correct. goes in the top five that maybe a, a team falls in love with, so they decide to take Stroud first, get him off the board, and then negotiate with Arizona. Mm-hmm. Arizona still got a haul from Houston. Yes, I mean they got it. They I thought Arizona did very well. This is w- re- widely regarded as one of the worst rosters in football. Arizona. Yeah. yeah. And when you factor in the Kyle Kyler Murray injury. Arizona is going to be. I mean, this is a total rebuild this year. Mm-hmm. So what Arizona did to get that get that big haul from Houston, Houston takes Will Anderson. And we'll see. By the way, we'll see if Stroud pans out right. and Anderson. Right. But at least they got a quarterback and a pass rusher. Right. I can wrap my head around that, Kerry. <laughs> we can we could debate whether or not Stroud's going yes. to make it. We could debate whether or not it should have been Jalen Carter over right. Will Anderson. Right. But they took. Impact position players. Careers. Okay, so I'm I'm good with that. And by the way, Carolina, you, you, the only quarterback that you should be taking in that spot no, is Bryce Young. You and I have, uh, you and I have th- talked about that. So we don't no need to spend a lot of time on Carolina. All. Exactly. So <laughs> Bryce Young. But what Arizona did by moving back, they moved back to what six? To six. Yep. And then they eventually, no, they actually moved down further than that, and then and they, they made they the moved trade. Back up. And yeah. they made yes. So they took they took Paris Johnson, the offense stack out of, uh, out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yep. Excellent.
0: Regarded as, as going to be a, a uh a can't miss uh guy that is gonna be there, gonna be 12-15 years yes. offensive tackle and gonna protect a quarterback that has been beaten up repeatedly mm-hmm. over the past couple of years in Excellent. Kyler Murray. Yeah.
1: Great. So great job, great job to Arizona. Who in your mind though, and actually let's let's talk about the quarterbacks before because I, I got a question to you about teams that <laughs> that you liked didn't like and we can get into it. But what did you think about the Anthony Richardson selection with India shocked. four?
0: I was shocked by that one. I did not think you know there was reports. We went into this draft hearing reports that Will Levis had moved up and could potentially be the number one draft, number one overall draft pick. And so, when you see Anthony Richardson, this is a team. And, and I understand why they took a quarterback if you're the Colts, right? You have been struggling to find quarterback play since Andrew Luck said, you know what? Lacerated kidney, eh, body beat up. I, I'll see you when I see you. Right. Right. That was, it felt like many moons ago, but they have struggled to find a quarterback since then. You had the, the, Philip Rivers mm-hmm. tryout. He, he was your yeah. quarterback. He turned to the playoffs, he, he but him, he, you're right.
1: He was on his last legs, he, he, obviously. He,
0: but he was he was on the tail end. You had Carson Wentz. You had Matt Ryan. Who, who else am I missing? You had That's, Jacoby yeah. Brissett that that was filling in for a time that they have been trying to find anyone to replace what they lost in Andrew Luck. So you go out and get this phenom now, Anthony. I I, I I'm I've never been. An NFL GM. I've mm-hmm. never been a, a, a scout, so I, I say this with as much respect as possible. I prefer my guys in football pads and helmets. That's mm-hmm. just me. <laughs> I, I mean, some of these guys prefer them in shorts and T-shirts. I, I think yeah. you know they they fawn over fellas when they have shorts and T-shirts on because of how athletic they are. I don't know if Anthony Richardson is going to be the athlete at quarterback that you need now he's going to be an athlete and he's going to be able to do so many things uh, at that position but is he going to be able to process get the ball to the right guy on third and eight when you need a conversion late in the game those are the things that quarterbacks are capable of doing and I think he can grow into that but it's going to take some time and some patience and the Colts got a lot that they probably need to to who who the hell is he throwing it to would be the first question.
1: Yeah, they got well, they got uh, Pittman. They got Michael Pittman, obviously. Okay, uh, they've got uh, <laughs> they've got who's who's the Austin. If, the, the Anthony, the, yes, okay. if it
0: takes you if it, to if your you, point, <laughs>
1: they do have Jonathan Taylor.
0: <laughs> they do have him who coming off of, off of an Michael injury. They do have Michael Pittman. If if Jonathan Taylor is back to his form from two years ago, there you go. You got something there in Pierce, the run game. What's his
1: name? Austin Pierce? Yeah, it, Pierce yeah, something?
0: Yeah, exactly. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> with, and, all, with all due respect to the Austin the, Pierce... <laughs> We, Family. we love you, but it, you know DeAndre Hopkins' name, Alec don't you? Alex Pierce, exactly. Mm-hmm. There, there you go. So when you have trouble reciting the receivers' names, mm-hmm. you're gonna have trouble finding people to catch passes because defenders also know this guy isn't. This guy isn't an elite receiver. Now, Michael Pittman Jr. I think can grow into being a very good, serviceable. Receiver probably at number two as opposed to a number one receiver. I don't think he'll. I don't know if he'll be a number one because those number one guys, they they show it from day one. It's not a. It's not a question as to whether or not they're able to do it. But I think the pick with Anthony Richardson was a surprise for me because I just I didn't expect it, and I think it's going to be a lot more work than than maybe some people would assume that it would be.
1: They, they what to me, Kerry. What they have now is they have. They they just got you know they they were just given a bunch of clay, but the clay's all over the place. Yes. And it's up to them now to kind of mold it. And it's gonna take it's gonna take some time. I'd rather have an Anthony Richardson than a Will Levis. Will Levis to me is not a quarterback. Anthony Richardson, a dynamic talent, mm-hmm. but to your point about the processing. What, what are you seeing? I mean, that's all stuff that he could have he could have grew, you know, developed more at Florida. Right. But instead he goes he enters the NFL draft, which was the right decision. he Nobody. got taken fourth overall. <laughs> you can't debate it now. Right. But when it comes to the Colts, can Shane Steichen, who was in Philly yeah. and saw what they had did a, with, had with had Jalen Hurts,
0: can
1: you can you be patient and allow Gardner Minshew, who's their veteran veteran now, they signed him He starts, he gets beat up behind a bad offensive line, and Anthony Richardson, can you can you slowly develop him? That's the question. I
0: think that's the that's a really good point because Jalen Hurts two years ago was not this version of Jalen Hurts that we saw last year. And and the development that he the strides that he made in one year to go from a guy I know that they were thinking about drafting a quarterback had this season not taking place the way that it did for Jalen Hurts. He he grew immensely in his ability to deliver the ball, Mm -hmm. his recognition of the offense and understanding coverages and where the receivers need to be. It helped that he got A.J. Brown. I mean, that that generally helps when you get a 1A to your 1B in in Devontae Smith. But he –
1: Great offensive line, Kerry. Yes, great offensive keep them line. Protected, keep them clean, D- run the a, ball. A defense that gets after the yes. quarterback. Continue, sir. All, all
0: of those things are are beneficial, and we'll see if Anthony Richardson, how he grows and how he matures in the offense and understanding of it. Um, but I think he does have the right play, the right pieces in place for him. In 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 Indianapolis because he's got a quarterback, a coach that has done it already yeah. with a, with an athlete of his caliber.
1: With the worst team though, so now yeah. it's it's going to take some time. All right, let's let's move forward here. Do you want to get into Will Levis or do you want to get into the rest of the just like teams you like and there didn't are, like?
0: I, I, we can save Will. Will's, will 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 be there, right? right he's going to be. He'll be around. Will's Still waiting. Unfortunately, <laughs> I see what you did there. I, I want to talk about the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. and they got a guy. Um, this is a homer conversation for me Devin Witherspoon out of the University of <laughs> Illinois I love it I, l- I mean Anthony if you watch this young man play football you and I know you have when you watch him play football he is dynamic at the cornerback position normally when we offensive guys talk about you know how we're going to game plan versus teams we usually call it push crack for the receiver. Okay, push the corner and go crack the safety. Don't worry about blocking the corner. We'll let the the corner. We want cornerbacks to tackle. If you're Seattle, yeah, you want this cornerback to tackle because he knocks people out. He's a uh, uh, very good in coverage, good length, and a young man that was a basketball player up until I think his senior year and decided to play football. So all you young uh, six foot. Think you're shooting guards, you might want to pay attention. <laughs> Listen to the football guys. Listen to the gridiron guys when we tell you don't play, corner. play cornerback at your local high school. That's right. The hell with that basketball if you're a six foot shooting guard. Yeah, it just if you're <laughs> six sorry. four. Go for it. If you're six four and up, go for it. Yeah. sorry, not sorry, but to see that and then they get Jack, Jackson Smith and Jigba mm-hmm. uh, later on in that first round to help out with that offense. I was really excited about those two skill positions. But the Seahawks and what they were able to do there.
1: I to me, I in fact I got into an argument with somebody before before the draft about the two corners. Mm-hmm. And it was obviously Witherspoon and then Gonzalez, the yes. kid out of Oregon. Yep. And the, this was he was a fan he was a Lions fan actually and he was saying, you know, you got to you got to take Gonzalez at 6. And I said if you want a cornerback, you got you got to take Witherspoon out of Illinois. Yes. And he was, you know, he's talking about Gonzalez's speed and all that. I go Hey, that's great. Corners <laughs> have to be able to outrun their mistakes as a rookie. Correct. You have to, but Weatherspoon, the the tenacity, the physicality that he plays plays with, that's a football player. Yep. And if Weatherspoon would have fell to the, the Lions, and that the, what they're trying to build in Detroit, physicality, and all, I thought it have been a perfect fit. Yeah. Instead, we talk about I, I'd mentioned before about teams that know how to build mm-hmm. and teams that don't and Pete Carroll everybody's like, ah, you gotta get this guy out of here. He doesn't understand Russell Wilson and the offense that Wilson needs to be in. Yeah. Well, what Look at what happened. <laughs> Wilson goes to Denver. They're like, "We'll do anything you uh, want, Russ." A disaster, definitely. And Seattle is still humming yep. after after only a couple of down years because Pete Carroll and John Schneider know what the hell they're doing. I love the pick there. I don't care that it was the fifth overall pick. This mm-hmm. was this was a pick that they had they received in that Russell Wilson deal. So. You know, some people are like, well, it's too high. No, why didn't they trade back? Because they didn't receive calls. Correct. I mean, we at some point we have to realize that these teams. oh why they could have got him at seventeen? No, they couldn't no, have. No, they could not have. <laughs> he would have <he, laughs> probably went to six and <laughs> and got taken either by the Lions or somebody else. To your point, I think that that's part of the reason why
0: the Lions did trade back and and ended up taking uh, Jameer Gibbs, the running back from Alabama. I believe that they really wanted. Uh, Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois they drafted a, a a safety last year Kirby Joseph who played at Illinois and and Kirby was a started a lot of lot of games this season as a rookie and did a fantastic job so I I truly believe that the Lions were ready to take Devin Witherspoon with that pick and when he when the when the uh, Seahawks swooped in and picked them because everyone had the Seahawks taking Jalen Carter, right? Yeah. They they're gonna go defense, they're gonna go defensive line, boom, with a spoon to fall in their lap. But he didn't. The Seahawks swept in and, and and took him, and so now the Lions kick back a couple of spots yes. and pick up some more picks.
1: Yeah, I hated it. I hated. <laughs> I understand. I understand what you're saying. I, I did agree. you hate
0: them moving back, or did you hate the pick that they made when under, they moved
1: back? I understand why they moved back. They Don't forget, too, they traded Jeff Okuda, who yes. they took third yeah. overall Which a couple of years correct. ago. So I, to your point, Kerry, they're, they're probably saying, okay, Witherspoon's going to fall to yep. us. A lot of mock drafts had him going to six, and that doesn't necessarily mean anything, right. but it gives you at least the idea... Of where Wetherspoon was gonna, he was gonna go somewhere six to ten probably. So the Lions say, "Okay, crap, Pete, Pete got us. So what do we do? I don't mind them moving back at all. Get some more draft capital. Cool. the The selection of Gibbs, and I'm going to say this a lot of times in this podcast. All right, I'm not talking about the player. Correct. A year from now, when Gibbs helps somebody, and this is this also goes to Bajon Robinson, who right. went obviously to my Falcons at at, at pick we're, oh, eight. We're
0: gonna we're gonna talk about that. And too, we'll, we'll I gotta know how you feel.
1: Look, <laughs> I'm not talking about the player. When when Gibbs or Robinson help you win a fantasy football game next yeah. year, don't tweet at me and say, right. "What do you think about him now?" <laughs> I'm not talking about the player. I'm talking about the the aspect of building a winning right. football team right. and Carry when you look at what the what the uh, the Lions did when they they move back they take they take Gibbs the running back widely regarded as the the second best running back in mm-hmm. in the draft the the fact that they signed David Montgomery in the offseason they had DeAndre Swift at the time yeah. I know they traded him to the Eagles which which is another point of like, why did you take? Why did you take Swift in the second round, high in the second round, ahead of Jonathan Taylor a couple of years ago, only to turn around and draft his, draft his replacement, <laughs> and then trade DeAndre Swift yeah. for pennies on the dollar? This is what I'm talking about with running backs and the ability to build a successful team. Mm-hmm. So, what did the Lions do next? They took a middle linebacker, Jack Campbell, out of Iowa. I get it. Iowa, Iowa produces linebackers. With, with you know. Linebackers, linemen, You're going to get another Jack Campbell a year a, a from tight now. tight end. Exactly. <laughs> Which, by the way, they traded T.J. Hawkinson a year ago and <laughs> Iowa tight end to take... An Iowa tight end and uh, Sam Laporta who can't find the end zone. Everybody's talking about Laporta being, you know, uh, a dynamic receiver. Iowa's offense was. Don't I don't have to tell you this, Big oh, Ten guy? Oh yes. Iowa's offense was pathetic a year they ago. Were, they were putrid. Again, I'm not criticizing <laughs> Laporta. He might he might wind up being great? Yep. But their first their first three picks carry a running back, a middle linebacker, not a pass rushing linebacker, but a middle linebacker, and a tight end. Mm-hmm. And then they then then they took Brian Branch, the defensive back. Okay, cool. Then you took Hendon Hooker in the third round. Hendon Hooker is not going to be playing next year because yeah. of the injury. Not not you know. Hey, look, not fair to the kid. Right. But he he's not. He's not going to play. He's already twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. Same age as Sam Darnold, who's been in the league. I feel like for half a decade now, and he played an offense that was largely regarded uh, for uh, for Josh Heupel, largely regarded. As a college system, right. Hendon Hooker's a major project. So you you invested a third round pick out of that. Then finally you went with the defensive line. You can't rush the passer outside of Hutchinson. He's yeah. it.
0: That's it. They needed. They did need to
1: get better. You know,
0: on the in the pass rush department. I think I agree with you there. Aiden Hutchinson was a spectacular, uh, dynamic player last season in his rookie year and I loved what he did they they ran into some issues though we haven't talked about this they had a suspension mm-hmm. with, with some of their players Jamison Williams being one of them you lose that dynamic player for six games I think they went with the best player that they felt on the board in Jameer Gibbs now it was odd as hell because you got DeAndre Swift who's when healthy is I think Jameer Gibbs <laughs> went healthy. Great point. And, and so you go out and draft him and then you trade away DeAndre Swift. You signed Montgomery in the offseason. So the 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 mindset was, okay, David Montgomery switching teams in the division coming from the Bears is going to be your lead lead dog and now it, it was it was it was strange. And, and But I guess you would have to ask, what other positions did they need? Cornerback, I think, was a position they got Mosley from um, San Francisco and they mm-hmm. got Sutton from Pittsburgh to be cornerbacks. And they probably wanted to add depth there. But when you don't get the cornerback that you want, right. you're not going to go out and reach on a Gonzalez from Oregon just because. That's fine. So I think they went with the best player. I just think it's strange that they did that in that order. And, and you know, the team that came out the best – was the Philadelphia
1: Eagles. Okay, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Real quick on this. You got Hutchinson. If somebody's listening right now as a Lions fan, we have Hutchinson. Yes. Did you not watch how the New York Giants built their two Super Bowl teams? Yes. Did you not watch that? Yeah. Because they got criticized. Yeah. They got criticized for, for taking a, a defensive end in the first round. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember. I think it was Justin Tuck. Tuck
0: and O.C. O.C. Umanura was you, another one. And you had, had hand, straight you hand. You had
1: Umanura. Yeah. They, took, they took Justin Tuck, and I think it was the Tuck pick. I remember this because I, I, I've been watching the draft for a long time now. Yeah. I love it. They they got criticized. They're like, you already have two DNs. Mm-hmm. You can. It's like money. You can can never never have have enough. enough. You can never have enough (laughs) defensive ends. You can never have enough pass rushers. Are you? Are you seriously looking at this depth chart right now outside of Hutchinson? And are you satisfied with what you have? Defensive tackle and defensive end. You can't be. You can't be.
0: I don't think you are. um, But then there's the so, the question mark would have been Jalen Carter, right? And there was when you have character issues and you got a pretty young team, you. A, a, a guy like that needed to go to where he went, right, to to the Philadelphia Eagles because they have a veteran. Fletcher Cox and Brandon
1: Graham. You got yeah.
0: guys on that roster that I don't care how big you are, big dog. This is our team, and you're not about to mess this up for nobody. Right. You know, and not saying that he would, but you kind of come in with that expectation. they coming off a Super Bowl uh, where they lost, but still nonetheless coming off of a Super Bowl. You got an MVP candidate. They got all the pieces in place. If you're Detroit, you don't really have that just yet. You got a young roster, uh, for the most part, and and being in a room with younger guys, Aiden Hutchinson, they might be the same age. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. they are only a year apart in in draft classes, but they might be the same age. So I, I can understand why, you know, the Detroit Lions could have gone in that direction but it's just weird the direction that they went I, it's it's weird to say right i can understand it but it's still strange yeah, that you I, did
1: it i again I, I just i fall back on on roster building there's two defensive ends that went after gibbs you had von ness go to the packers the immediate pick afterwards and ironically the jets with will mcdonald he went 15th overall from yeah. from iowa state you got two cornerbacks, Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State went to Washington, and of course Christian Gonzalez. After the Patriots made the deal with the Steelers, yeah. they took they took him. And then then was the Jack Campbell pick. Kerry, I'll bet dollars to donuts that were <laughs> four, five, five. Five picks between what they did with Gibbs and what they did with Jack Campbell. One of those five guys will be a stud Pro Bowler, and we're talking about at a premium position. Yeah. I, understand what i'm saying i'm saying one of these guys is going to be a pro Bowl or an all pro at a impact position yeah. that is my point. point
0: two corners two edge guys and the an o-lineman thank you I, one of them probably will be i, I uh, and i may be a homer pick again but i think broderick jones in in pittsburgh from uh the offensive tackle might be that guy he's he's got a little nastiness to him and that's what you you need from an offensive lineman there you go um and so yeah that that could be the one the 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 Detroit Lions just had to—I don't know—they had to pick who they felt would be the best. My—I want to go to your team. You—you represent. You have a—you don't have any Falcons gear on today, I don't think. I don't Uh, think that's allowed. Yeah, I had to pack that away after the Super Bowl. Yeah, the which one? The two (laughs) (laughs) thousand.
1: You know damn well which one.
0: Was it twenty-eight to three? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. We know you still represent. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons. What did you think of the the pick for Bijan Robinson out of Texas, the running back?
1: Yeah, I think I think Bijan Robinson is going to be a dynamic player because mm-hmm. everything you hear coming out of Texas. I mean, I mean one just put when you watched the Texas game last year. If you didn't know who Robinson was, you you knew who he was within the first quarter. Correct. He was he uh, just an unbelievable talent, and apparently an incredible work ethic. He's all about football. They're not going to miss on the player, okay? They're not going to miss on the talent. They're not going to miss on the player. Understand what I'm – I'm going to repeat this. I'm not talking about the player. right? I am talking about building a successful football team. Terry Fontenot is their general manager. Thomas Dimitrov was their previous GM. He got let go, mm-hmm. and then Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith were hired. Terry Fontenot came from New Orleans. He was their director of player personnel. Mm-hmm. He was their scouting director. He grew up within the Saints organization. If you go back and watch and, and look at the Saints' history within la- over the last ten years or so, this is a team that maneuvered in drafts to get pass rushers to get offensive linemen to get corners to get impact guys Mm -hmm. where did they get their skill positions in the second round and beyond Michael Thomas was not a first round pick Michael Thomas was a second round pick Mm -hmm. the Saints I'm not saying you know every once in a while of course they took like Reggie Bush way back in the day I understand they took some skill position players at times but the Saints drafted fundamentally under Mickey Loomis and the scouting director and Terry Fontenot for impact positions Terry Fontenot, first three picks, first rounders. You ready for this, Gary? Okay. Kyle Pitts, who's not a tight end. He's listed as one, but he's a receiver, and you know that. Kyle Pitts, basically a receiver. Mm -hmm. Drake London, an actual receiver. And Bashan Robinson, who's a running back. Yeah. Drake London was a very good receiver last year. Kyle Pitts, great rookie year. Last year, didn't use him. Why? Why? (laughs) Because he's not a tight end. They want to run the ball. They want (laughs) to run the ball. So you took three position players. You're building from the outside in. Correct. Guess what the Falcons used to do when they had a, a miserable run? Outside in. Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of of people talking about wide receivers. You got to have a wide receiver. You gotta have a, really? You had Roddy White on one side and, and Julio Jones on another. <laughs> you win a Super Bowl? Did you win a Super Bowl? You did not. No, you didn't win. Unfortunately. Yeah, Michael Turner. Oh, the offense explosive. Yeah. Why can't they win? You yeah. don't have a defense. Right. You've never had a defense. yeah now I will say this, Gary. So that's how. That's what I. That's what I feel. So you you took you took the the running back. You put the pool. You put the pool outside mm-hmm. before you laid the foundation. Right. Okay. Or You're, they're swimming in the pool, having it, a good time. They're, they're, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> the neighbors are like, Oh man, we need a pool. We need a pool. Until you uh, go over there and, and you realize <laughs> you, you can't go to the bathroom because there's no bathrooms. and there's no food because there's no refrigerator no no electricity no electricity you
0: You just have have a roof on the house
1: you just have the pool carry yeah so that's what i think the falcons are doing again don't tweet at me when robinson (laughs) helps you win a fantasy football league last year or else i'm gonna tweet tweet right back and say you're seven and nine (laughs) the team seven and nine now Matthew uh. Matthew Bergeron, who's the offensive lineman out of Syracuse, and Zach Harrison were their next two picks. Kerry, if they hit on those two guys, uh-huh. one that offensive line is pretty good. Yeah. So if if Harrison slides in at guard, mm-hmm. and you complete this offensive line, and you feel better, and Zach Harrison winds up being a good pass rusher, okay. But you were second to last in right. in sacks last year, Kerry. You can't take the cherry on top when you don't have the freaking ice cream down below. That's so, my thoughts.
0: So do you feel feel any? Way they they made some transitions tra- transactions in the off season. They brought mm. in Jesse Bates. Yep. They brought in Jeff Okuda, who you spoke about yep. via trade from Detroit. They've they've and they brought in Calais Campbell, who is yeah. I mean, even though he's almost my age, he is still one of the largest half. human beings yep. and a stout defensive lineman, going to do his job to the best of his ability. They've made some upgrades there. Do you feel like they they they've done some good things? Do you feel like there's still some pieces away? Because there's one glaring piece that I think the jury is still out on, and that would be quarterback. Right. I I was surprised that they didn't look in the quarterback room to to try to get better there. That was intriguing to me because I think, you know, last year you had Marcus Mariota. You were, he's going to be your guy, and you're going to figure some things out. You did well in the run game with, with Algier and Cordell, Cordell Patterson. Yep. I didn't necessarily think that that was a need for them, and I don't know if you took a quarterback in the first round, but I agree with you. I think there were some other needs that could have been met prior to at going. Carry yeah, at yeah, impact at, positions. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at even impact I, positions. What are your thoughts on on Desmond Ritter? He's a third round uh, pick he, last yeah, year. He's fine. He's
1: still, he's just okay. He's fine. You think he's going to be okay? I don't think he's going to win much, but I under, I understand. <laughs> so when you say
0: fine. You're just like I
1: think fine. I I don't think. It, let me let me rephrase. I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. I think I think that he's fine. Okay. I think that he's a placeholder that has more upside mm-hmm. than a Gardner Minshew okay. or a Marcus Mariota really? or you fr- think more than Gardner because I love Gardner Minshew. Uh, like overall upside. Yeah. Not in a single year. Okay. Just you know, like you're looking at it long long For term. Years. There's a reason why Minshew's yeah. bounced around. Yeah. Can Minshew win you a couple of games? Sure. Mariota won you a couple of games last year. He also cost you games last year. Right. I think they're going to ask Desmond Ritter to not lose games. Okay, uh, it is is the defensive. You have never had a defensive line. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you had one defensive line. It was in '98. You, you you went, you went to the Super Bowl that year. Since that point, you've had Spur, You've had like John Abraham, who's yeah. an absolute stud. But you did not. You have not had pass rushes. Look at the sack numbers, Kerry. It they they're they've they've never figured out the pass rush. So what do you do? You just keep drafting defensive ends that are pass rushers, <laughs> and then eventually you figure it out. Like the Eagles just did. The Eagles needed—did they need Jalen Carter? No, but they drafted they him, him at an—he's an, he's an yeah. impact player at an impact position. Definitely. They did the same thing with the
0: uh, with their second pick too, with, with Smith. Yeah, Nolan Smith out of Georgia. Yes, they—they are, they are turning into to Georgia North. So an SEC team, <laughs> team
1: that's had a dominating defense the last two years, the Eagles have taken, what, four or five guys now? Because yep. they did the same thing last they year. Four, I love they it. took
0: two last year. They took two this year. Uh, no, they took three this year. They took uh, Nolan Smith, Carter, Jalen Carter, and Kaylee Ringo from this year's draft. The corner draft. From, from, from Georgia. From Georgia,
1: so, yeah. Okay. I love what the Eagles are doing. They're building a team, Kerry. What are your thoughts, though? Am I, am I off base on this? No, I,
0: I agree with you. I think when you're looking at – building a team that is going to be constructed and and win games right it's not about the everybody loves seeing oh we got this receiver we got this running back oh we got the best corner yeah who's gonna block yeah and, and so you know i coach i coach high school football right so i i always get oh man i got a kid that lives in your district he's gonna come play football okay cool well, what, what, what position you play oh he's a receiver oh, of course oh, okay he is. cool yeah thanks right hey, he's a db oh, okay, okay right. hey, Call me when you got a six-six, three pounds guy. Mm-hmm. That's who I want. I want to know, where, where is his family at? That, that's the guy <laughs> I want. I want the kid that puts his hand in the dirt and wants to uh, uh, run over the man in front of him. Yeah. That's how you build a good team. He wants to hurt people. He enjoys it. Stalter. (laughs) He wakes up in the morning and says, "How can I get? How can I enjoy my life more? Hmm, Run somebody over today. Let's do it. That's the kid that I want. And so when you're building a team, it is. It's flashy. It's fun. It's great to get that guy. But those have to be complementary pieces when you already have your roster intact Mm -hmm. and you're already building. You know what you have. I, I love what the Kansas City Chiefs have done. Same. They they drafted Agreed. a couple of O linemen in last year's draft and they both started for them this past season as rookies. And what did they do? What what was there? What what happened oh, with them?
1: I believe let me think of uh, that they uh, oh they won a Super Bowl. By the way, they oh. trade they traded their dynamic ad, absolute there's no arguing that Tyree kills but one of, if not the best wide receivers in the league, right? No question. They traded him. But guess what? Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith are
0: as valuable, thank you. Maybe even more than what a Tyreek Hill is, thank you. Because if I can't protect my five hundred million dollar quarterback up the middle, yeah, how the hell do I care who's outside catching passes with their clean uniforms? They look good with their their shoes spatted up and their sleeves on, and yep. all they look great. But I don't. I need big people in front to make sure that I am protected and I think the 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 Chiefs did that last year. The Eagles are doing it and have continued to do it. Their offensive line has been outstanding. And then they're they're really just replenishing that defense. And exactly. it is
1: fun to watch. Yep. And they're gonna when they lose when they lose Fletcher Cox eventually or Brandon Graham eventually. You got guys. You got guys to replace them. Yep. There. This. This to me. It, there's no secret how the Giants were able to win two Super Bowls against the Patriots. It's no secret to me how the Eagles after once you saw the maturity of Jalen Hurts. Yes, of course. Ah, oh, they got AJ Brown. Yes, they did. They got AJ Brown. They had. They already had an offensive line in place. They had been drafting well in the de- defense. They had the foundation in place. Then you can go ahead. Go ahead. Go get AJ Brown. Go yeah. for it, man. Because I know when I come over to your pool, I got somewhere to go to the bathroom. I got somewhere to eat. I got some, you know, it, it's all not, the other things are already exactly. in place. Uh, I agree with you. I think the Kansas City Chiefs did a outstanding job. Now, will the, again, will these guys will these guys pan out? That's yeah. up to the Chiefs. Yes, that's up to their scouting. Yeah, but the fact that they went. Pass rusher in round one. Mm-hmm. They came back with an offensive tackle. The kid Morris out of Oklahoma. These are impact positions. A safety they took as well uh, from Virginia Tech. Connor in the fourth round. They're taking guys that are, are, are going to be the difference between winning and losing football games when you already have what they have in Patrick Mahomes.
0: You got all the pieces in place. You just have that. And, and since we're on the Kansas City Chiefs, let me tell you something. Kadarius Toney. If he's healthy, he dealt with some ankle injuries. He obviously got traded from the New York Giants mid season last year. If he's healthy, whew, Look out. they are going to be so explosive. Him getting a full off season. They got all of the little pieces. You, you you saw stars come alive. Isaiah Pacheco just really showed up Where'd out they of get him. He, he was in the sixth round, seventh round. Oh, se- seventh round. Seventh pick. Seventh That's round pick seventh pick running back. Seventh round running Who back. Who replay. Who did he replace? Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Who went where? First round. That's correct. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just,
1: I just, just, Carrie. I'm just, I'm just piecing together here because I'm the crazy, I'm the crazy one who says never take a running back in the first round. Uh, I'm an idiot. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm just. I I think that the, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles are both poised to have similar runs to if you if you get, keep health on your side. Patrick Mahomes, knock on wood, hasn't dealt with many injuries in his career. Jalen Hurts got banged up a little bit towards the end of the last season uh, and missed two regular season games. But they are poised to just be right back where they were to the end of the season last year, and that's in the Super Bowl. They yep. are probably my two favorites going in because – of what they've done in the draft and how they continue to build their team.
1: Absolutely, it's, it's smart. Now, other teams that I think had had good good drafts. I think the Raiders taking Tyree Tyree Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think they did they they did well there. I liked what Tennessee did with Peter Skaronsky. Yeah. With the eleventh pick, that's somebody. I don't think he's a tackle. I think he's a guard. But okay, great. That offensive yep. line wasn't great a year ago. You got to rebuild that puppy. Okay, mm-hmm. they, they they didn't take Tyree Kill's replacement. No, or a Tyreek Tyree Kill. They A-J didn't take uh, Derek Henry's Derek's replacement. Henry. Yeah. Excuse me. But they, okay, they added to the old line. Will Levis. I think that's. I think that's. It's going to be a mistake. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a huge mistake. They're gonna be looking for a quarterback again eventually. But I, I understand it though. You, they don't you have made to, it. Yeah, I get it. They don't have the quarterback on the roster. Yeah, and they took Malik Willis a year ago in the third round. And okay, but I, I understand. It's, it's, an, it's an impact position,
0: Kerry. So when you are a, a, a franchise that misses, if you miss, like, if you draft a quarterback and, and Malik Willis was expected to be a first round pick, ended up falling to the third round. And if you consider that being a miss, and now you're right back at the table, yeah. trying to hire another person for the same position, mm-hmm. it, that that's a bit of a problem, right?
1: It is a bit of a problem. The only thing, the only thing I would say on that carry is at least it's a problem in a quarterback position. You know, at least it, that, you don't you don't have a cube. I, I understand it's, it's, a, it's a problem because you're gonna lose. <laughs> I'm just saying if you don't have the quarterback, you need one. Got you know? you. And, yeah. y- and now it's incumbent upon the coaching staff to develop one of these guys. So I, I I'm not saying I don't think Will Levis is going to be is going to be a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. I you, understand. You don't, think, you don't think he will be? No, I don't. I think somebody should have been. You know, you're. I thought I thought it was perfect what you said about the the six foot guard. Uh huh. Hey, you're not gonna you're not gonna make it. Why don't you do? Why do play cornerback? Yes. Cause your athleticism, yes. your uh, your your speed, all that it translates. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think somebody should have told Will Levis why don't you be a tight end, son.
0: <laughs> really, you don't think he? You, you don't like think Will? I, I? I don't. I don't. I don't know that I want him to play tight end just yet. Okay, what's the quarterback from Arkansas that did that a few years ago? Matt was, he was Jones. A wide, Matt Jones. Matt Jones yeah, he's a wide receiver. Yeah, <laughs> he liked the. He liked. Some yeah, other there. Too. Yeah,
1: was some other stuff on <laughs> Matt Jones. Yeah, nice pick, Jaguars. Uh, speaking of which, so so yeah, I just let me get this off my chest because it's, again, it's the same. It's the same idea, Gary. It's it's the trend thing. It's it's the. Wh- to me, the the draft was the theme. The theme is the word I was looking for. It's the theme of the draft. The the uh, oh, I messed up there. The L.A. Chargers took Quentin Johnson, wide receiver out of TCU. I know LA. that kid can play. Yeah, I I know I know that he's he was an outstanding outstanding player at at TCU. I get it. Did they need another what receiver? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? your defense is that really your defense is that set you're gonna add another wide receiver oh really what are we doing I have no clue you got no power running game which is why you lost to Jacksonville you didn't lose because you didn't have a, a, a receiver I don't understand same thing with Minnesota same conversation Jordan Addison wide receiver out of us you telling me that Minnesota defense is that good where you could draft a wide receiver? They well, I,
0: they're losing Adam Thielen, and I think they are thinking fantastic. Find Adam thinking, Thielen in the third round. <laughs> carry. They are thinking that if we can add value with this position, but I agree with Minnesota; uh, they had the most one-score games of anybody all season. They 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 won them. They they did a fantastic job of winning those games, but they put themselves in positions that they should not have been in all season long. And partially like you said because of that defense. But this Chargers team, like you go out, you already got Mike Williams, you got Keenan Allen, he's getting a little bit older you go out. You got Josh, Joshua Palmer, who played pretty well in the absence of Mike Williams mm-hmm. and Kenny Palmer, and maybe you add depth there because those two guys missed a lot of right. games. So sure. I, I can understand that third
1: round, fourth round, fine.
0: You're going to lose Austin Eckler. Ha- Austin Eckler has asked for a trade. He wants to be out of there. Right. He no longer wants to be a part of it because he wants to get a new contract, and they don't think he should be paid. I guess. But I, I agree. They are a team that still feels like they're missing something. Like, I like Justin Herbert, but I don't love him. I think a lot of people love him. I don't I don't necessarily love him. I just I don't know what else they could have gotten where you really felt like that's the pick, that's a good choice, we can figure this out and we can be a better team because of it.
1: Uh, okay, so let's do the same thing. Let's do the same thing that we did with the Lions then. Okay. So there's three wide receivers went one, two, three. Zay Flowers – I love. really love Zay Flowers. We need to
0: talk about him to the team he went to as well. Okay, <laughs> but did did
1: you did you get the right did you get the right guy for what they have for Lamar? Because what what is AJ Brown?
0: Six one, powerful. He's, He's a big, big fella dude that moves people out of the way when they're in the way.
1: I know that Devonta Smith is a is a slight is you know a wide receiver that is slight he's mm-hmm. six foot six one yep. and he also panned out but he panned out because you're he plays in a system that allows him, he's an outstanding path he's an outstanding route runner mm-hmm. but he plays in a system that's going to get him the ball otherwise AJ Brown helps out Jalen Hurts because he's a big he's a big he's a big target right Jalen Hurts isn't the most accurate quarterback Right. Lamar, for all his strengths, is not the most accurate right. quarterback. Right. To get a smaller wide receiver and a deep threat, I understand the thought, oh, yeah. just let him go, you throw it to him. You had that, though. You had that, though.
0: In Hollywood. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Bigger receivers that can win in traffic mm-hmm. that can give Lamar a bigger target. So the idea that they gave Lamar a, 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 a weapon, I understand it. Did they get him the right weapon? And again, I I love I loved watching. There wasn't a lot of reason to watch Boston College. Nah. Flowers about it. He is dynamic. He is – the thing that I I
0: love about his film, watching it, even though he's not a big receiver, he plays bigger than his size. And sometimes you'll have guys that – 5'10", 5'11", but they high point the ball better than guys that are six two, six three. He goes up and he will go get it. And it's my ball or no one else's ball. And as a quarterback if I got a guy that I can trust and have confidence in to, to make that type of play I love that guy on my roster despite his size, despite him being a little bit smaller. I think they got the right guy and I think Lamar Jackson you know Oh, 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 that's who we're trying to get. Oh, we got OBJ. Oh, okay, well, give me one million more than what Jalen got, and we'll, we'll figure it out from there. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and so, I am I am thrilled about them. And then you talked about the receivers, Quentin Johnson going to LA. It's just an intriguing pick. It is. It, it's. I don't know if that's a need. I think we'll find out. Come by October, we'll have a clear view of if this was the right pick for for each one of these teams. Did mm-hmm. they make the right decision? There are a few guys that are no brainers, Paris Johnson obviously no brainer. He's going to be you starting day 1 left tackle and and end of story. But yeah. there are going to be some guys that it's going to be interesting to see how they fare or where they end up in their respective teams because you know, it's a lot of it's some question marks there.
1: Absolutely. The Chargers by the way you you happy about that old line? You satisfied there? You satisfied? I, love, you satisfied, I do
0: satisfied love with slaughter, your, uh, slaughter Slater. I like Slater. Slater, Rashawn the, Slater, uh, Rashawn sure. Slater, the left tackle.
1: Okay, you go. You, you good with the rest of the old line? You good with the rest of that? Um, Outs- outside of Khalil Mack and outside of Bosa, you good I, with the pass rush?
0: Uh, I mean, I like those two guys a lot.
1: That's the point. That's my point. <laughs> uh, That's my point. You can never have enough. Defensive no. defensive lineman that that pass rush, yeah. or linebackers, depending on what your system is. Yeah, That's a pass rush. I'm not saying never draft a running back or a wide receiver in the first round. I'm not saying that, but when you are the, if you're the Chiefs, if they took Quentin Johnson, I, you're not going to hear me gripe. Right. But they didn't, did they? They mm. took a pass rusher. Yep. The and I thought of Clyde Edwards-Helaire a year, a couple yeah. of years ago, I th- I said it was a mistake, yeah. and people are like they're debating me. Well, it's for late first round. I don't care. Can you find somebody in the later rounds, and they did, you know, two years later, right? That can run in your system. Yep. So I think that some of these teams, you know, Jacksonville taking taking the big tackle um, Harrison out of Oklahoma. Now they they of course are dealing with the potential suspension uh-huh. uh, along their their old line and who is it Cam, yeah. Cam Robinson? Cam, Cam Robinson. Yep. I, I'm, you know, the ben, the Bengals they took they took a pass rusher. These Saints, I think the Saints did well again. The Saints typically draft Impact position players early on, and yeah. then they'll look for their wide receivers and their running backs. Alvin Kamara was a third round pick. You know, so this is where I'm at with this, Gary. The,
0: the, the concern, so I, and I agree with you 100%. But if we were redrafting that draft, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara might be a first round pick, right? Sure. So, and, and so you, I think you have to, and I think this is how some of these GMs and, and front offices look at it. If Jameer Gibbs is going to be Alvin Kamara, mm-hmm. Why in the world would I wait? And so I gotta take them. I still. With that being said, I'm still the Lions. Like, what the hell are you doing?
1: (laughs) What are you doing? The Lions, mark mark my words. In this, the Lions will be the most overhyped team this entire summer.
0: It's disappointing too because they are the team overhyped team. I feel like should be in contention, especially for that uh, NFC North. Yeah, I mean the Packers are probably gonna be down. The Bears. Yeah. they did some good things in the draft but we still the jury's still out on them mm-hmm. and the vikings like i said they are going to play close and lose some games that they should win and win some games they should lose right. so if you're if you're the uh detroit lions you're poised to be in that position to be the next the the, the front runner of that division yeah we'll see how well they fare they, with may, these picks.
1: they Kerry. they may to your point they may fall into it they may fall in cuz the bears don't the bear we'll see with the bears but they they they've, the they've had a track record of not knowing what they're doing the the Vikings have no defense and but but boy, they got receivers. <laughs> so he we'll throw the ball up. But for me, one of the other big takeaways, the NFC did not change much. The Eagles no. are playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers. The Seahawks added. They didn't even have the most talented roster last year. Right. But they added San Francisco is going to be outstanding yep. again this year because they've got a smart uh, front office and a smart head coach. The NFC South is you got four teams that are rebuilding. You know, it might be the Saints Saints division to win because of Derek Carr. And not that Derek Carr is a world beater, but Derek right. Carr is the best quarterback by default in, that, in division, that division, unless Bryce Young, you know, comes out with his hair on fire. But the top of the NFC is still the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Seahawks. I don't see. I didn't see any change there. Dallas is going to be good, not great. I'm I'm not going to fall in love with the 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 sexy Lions. Because Not of the th- because of the knee biting, you 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 told me you just told me over the weekend you don't know what you're doing. You did. I'm sorry, and maybe I'm wrong with those picks. I uh, I, I love Carrie. I love crushing myself, so yeah. I will I will beat myself up right. gladly if the if the Lions prove, prove me it. prove me wrong. But anyways.
0: you're probably right about the NFC
1: side. Though. Any other. There's so much, Gary. I mean, well, yeah. this will spill in other podcasts. But any other
0: takeaways you had? I'm just, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to see how this football season. I, it's 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 May first, so we're still a ways away from you know opening kickoff. But we got so many topics, so many things to discuss, and so many things to look forward to. And I think I I hope you know I think next couple of podcasts we should break down divisions and, yeah. and figure out who's going to be where. In each division, so we can give our fans uh, an idea of you know if you play fantasy football, who to draft, who the hell to stay away from, mm-hmm. and which teams are going to be the top teams in each division.
1: Yeah, I love it. And then yeah. that way too, if we didn't hit up because we didn't spend a lot of time talking about the Bears, I think right. the Bears are interesting, and we right. didn't. They had a bunch of draft picks. We didn't get into them. Yep. Uh, maybe we can get into the NFC North next week or whatever. But yeah, breaking down of the divisions. The
0: AFC North. That's where real football is played. The right? AFC
1: North. Well, the AFC North. How about the AFC? just in general it's a, ooh,
0: that's a gauntlet
1: you kept lamar in that conference you added aaron, <laughs> aaron Rodgers. rogers and I, <laughs> you know i i don't th- i don't th- i think aaron Rodgers is on his last legs but he's still aaron last, there
0: you go yeah. yeah it's still better than most
1: yep yeah. so uh this has been a lot of fun Carrie breaking down a lot of the big topics in the nfl draft we didn't go we didn't go team by team pick by pick and all that you know we We've got a, uh, a time limitation, but as Kerry noted, we'll we'll look at the divisions and the teams a lot moving forward throughout the course of the summer. We got, unfortunately, we got a couple of months to break this all down because we love football. And we want we want it back as soon as possible, but fortunately we do have plenty of time to get into the division so that'll do it for the gridiron guys super bowl champion carrie davis i'm anthony salter we thank you for listening hope you uh subscribe wherever you download your podcast and we'll see you next week again this has been the gridiron guys Thanks for listening to the Gridiron
0: Guys podcast with Super Bowl champion Carrie Davis and Anthony Stalter. Driven
1: by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Check out the Gridiron Guys podcast page at 101espn.com.